Welcome to Women of the Wild, where education and opportunities are key, and friendships are made to last a lifetime. You think we got him? You think we got him? We got him. All right, Skylar, what do we got here? We have a nice looking rip off. Welcome back to season two women of the wild podcast. We would like to first start off by thanking our title sponsors for the 2024 year. Atlantic Coral Enterprise, one of the largest import dealers in the world with excellent quality for hides, skulls, shells, and amazing gifts for friends and family or even your household. You can find them at AtlanticCoralEnterprise.com. RM Custom Calls, multiple world championships from Main Street to Live Duck. American-made, veteran-owned, when you want to win on the stage or in the blind, we have you covered. Small shop, big sound. You can find them at rmcustomcall.com or on Instagram. We also have Rhino Land Safaris, providing exceptional quality with unmatched hospitality and cuisine, offering African safaris, a destination hunt for the avid rifle or bow hunter with some of the best trophy management South Africa has to offer. You can find them at rhinoland.co.za or on Facebook, Instagram. Hey everyone, Andy Lehman here from ACC Crappie Sticks. Just want to let you know about our crappie baits and jig heads. We have a wide selection of the hottest colors and big eye crappie jig heads in the most popular colors and sizes. Check them all out at acccrappiesticks.com. Thank you. And now for today's episode, we hope you enjoy. Hi, welcome back to the Women of the Wild podcast. This is our second episode of Women of the Wild Trivia, where we are putting education to the forefront and we are getting the girls involved with us and having you play along. We would love for you to play along and send your submissions of how many you got right or even how many, if you have questions that you want to submit to us, anything of that nature that you want to get involved, please let us know at womenofthewildoutdoors at gmail.com. So I'm your host, Felicia Marie, and I am with uh, some of our team and some of our past team members. I have Hannah Weingold from the west side of Michigan. Hi, Hannah. Hello. We have Megan Lockwood from Ohio. Hello. We have Crystal from Texas. Howdy. And we have Miss Sam Bell joining in from the UP of Michigan. Hello, hello. How are all you ladies doing? pretty good great well you guys did a great job last week uh last month on the uh trivia podcast so we're gonna jump back into it again and i'm really excited to keep sharing this education and getting these girls to play along and giving those girls a little bit more 
of a standpoint of what the outdoor world is and hopefully somebody learns something from this. You ready? Yep, ready. Don't be too excited. <laughs> okay, so for the first question, the girls are, I can see all of them. So for our listeners, I can see all of them. I'm gonna give them 45 seconds to come up with their answer. They're gonna keep their answers hidden until I ask for them where we're going to keep a tally and at the end we'll come together and see who wins our second episode of trivia. So ladies, question number one, what map shows natural man-made and elevation features? I don't know if I'm going to spell it right, but I'm going to do my best. Spelling doesn't count here. <laughs> That's good. I won't count that against you. Not yet. So the girls are giving, they're given 45 seconds to come up with an answer. And we're looking for what map shows natural, man-made, and elevation features. Do we have anybody that's confident? I am. No. Okay. <laughs> Sam, you look like you're still writing. I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I have... I think I have a solid guess, but I definitely didn't spell it right either. That's okay. okay. Doesn't count. Okay. So we are up on our time. So if you could all show me your answers. We have Hannah with topographical. We have Megan with top topography, topograph, and topographic map. So you all got that one right. Oh, thank you. All right, so maybe I didn't make these hard enough. We'll see. That was tricky. So that was a good one, right? That was good. It was good. That was good. That was a good one. So for question three, I, and you know what, Megan? I yeah. assumed you'd get that one. What? Yeah, sorry. So for that one, I thought you'd get that one with all of your public land hunting and everything for the elk and in the mountains. I was like, oh, that's a give me to Megan. <laughs> but it was a give me to everybody. So that worked. Right. So right. question two, name three North American plants that are poisonous to the touch. You have to name all three. Oh my God, to the touch. To the touch. North American plants that are poisonous to the touch. Oh. Crystal, you might be a little bit pushed out on this one with being from Texas. I don't know how much of that kind of stuff y'all got down there. No. It's nothing I've ever encountered in Texas for that matter anyways, if that's helpful. Okay, that that's. I think it would be too hot down there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. We got plenty of all of them up here. Yeah. We're at 37 seconds. 40. You guys all have answers. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. you can show me your answers. <laughs> poison ivy, poison oak. Oak, oak. Yes, you can. <laughs> poison ivy, poison oak. Sam, I only see. Oh, you don't have a third one? No. Okay. And crystals is sumac, oak, and cactus. So the correct answer is poison ivy, poison sumac, and poison oak. So we have Hannah and Megan that got that one. Oh, I was close. You were. You were so close. 
You you and Sam were really, really close. Damn it. Like going into cactus? That's miserable. Is the hawthorn. Oh my gosh. Like the green hawthorn thorns. I got oh. stabbed in the back of the leg and it burned for a day straight. Jonathan's oh. felt like it had a cyst or something in it, but it's finally gone. It never oh. was. It's it got like those poison. like fiberglass particles to it. Yeah, and it has actual poison on the yeah. uh, needle. Yeah. That's After Texas, I was pulling. <laughs> I was pulling cactus Texas. spines out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For like a yeah. month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, question number three. What do you call water where salt and fresh water meet? Oh, oh shoot. I, I only know this because of working at pet stores. <laughs> okay. Spelling doesn't I think count. I might be wrong. Okay. As long as I can read what it says. I hope so you what can. We're looking, what we're looking for is what do you call the water where salt and fresh water meet? I actually know this from bow fishing in Maryland. When we went bow fishing on the Potomac for uh, blue cats and then snakehead. It was a pretty cool experience, but picked up this little give me. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I hope I have it right. You guys have this in Texas. Yeah, we have it in Port here on Michigan, where the Black River goes into the St. Clair River. Mm -hmm. All right, time's up. Mm -mm. I got nothing. Uh. <laughs> Brackish. Brackish is the correct, correct oh, answer. Oh, I, had I, knew, I knew that as soon as someone said it, I was going to be like, yep. So we have brackish? land. Hand, what's that? It's brackish. Oh, yes. So we have Hannah, Miss Hannah, holding the leaderboard at three for three. Megan Lockwood with two, and Sam and Crystal both have one. I'm like I said, I only know that from the pet stores because of all the African <laughs> cichlids. And explaining to people they're brackish so they can be fresh or salt water. Do they need do they know. need like a combination though? You can slowly like transfer them over. And they, they don't, don't like if the salt water. So if they don't need it at all. No, but you can do either or or like a mixture, because there's like puffer fish that are brackish that you can get that can go with them. Huh. Yeah. We learned something here. <laughs> so that's when salt water and fresh water meet. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I was way off. Any <laughs> this is a really good guess. We will now be taking a short break to hear from our mid-segment sponsors. Share your love of the outdoors with your little ones through the exciting adventures in Dr. Josh Farr's children's books. As an avid sportsman, Dr. Josh Farr has taken his passion for the outdoors and uses his vivid storytelling to teach valuable lessons and appreciation of the world. Learn the alphabet through the ABCs of hunting. Find joy in exploring the outdoors with Let's Go Out and Play and more. You and your child will love learning about nature with Dr. Josh Farr. See all of his books now at drjoshfarr.com. That's D-R-J-O-S-H-F-A-R-R.com. Weeby Knives, a brand of skinning, fleshing, and butchering knives perfect for the hunters, trappers, and fishermen with a unique high-quality knife for animals of all shapes and sizes. You can find them and more information at WeebyKnives.com or on Facebook, Instagram. 
Stonehouse Digital Consulting. Elevate your small business with Stonehouse's expert marketing solutions. Ignite your online presence and thrive with a tailored strategy to drive your growth. You can find them and more information at stonehousedigitalconsulting.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Livingston County Pheasants Forever, Chapter 465. With a mission to conserve pheasant, quail, and other wildlife through habitat improvements, public access, education, and conservation. You can contribute by joining the meetings on the first Thursday of every month at 7 p.m. at the Howell American Legion Hall on the corner of M59 and Grand River. For more information and to get involved, you can find them at pf465.com or on Facebook, Instagram. Dreamcatcher Charters, a Michigan-based guide service for walleye, sturgeon, and duck hunting. With a passion that drives their success, sharing the phenomenal Michigan waterways with everyone. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Feather Moon Outdoors, offering calls made from select materials. Every pot is fine-tuned in the house using the highest quality materials available. Also offering diaphragm, slate, glass, grunt calls, and more. For more information, you can find them at feathermooneoutdoors.com or on Facebook, Instagram. Stay tuned, more podcasts to come. All right, so question number four. This one's multiple choice. How many days can a person survive without water? A, two days, B, three days, C, five days, or D, seven days? How many days can a person survive without water? Hannah, you look super confident again. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, because I got brain freeze. So. Megan, you were quick to answer. I think I'm wrong, though. You do? Yeah. I think I'm going to be wrong, too. Crystal, you we're feel confident? Wrong. No, but, you know, I'm going with it. <laughs> Go with your gut feeling. So your choices for how many days can a person survive without water are A, 2, B, 3, C, 5, or D7. And our time's up. So Megan has three, seven. seven. Sam, I can't see yours. I just see days. Seven days. And Miss Hannah has three. So the correct answer is three days. Oh, oh no. <laughs> then Megan and Hannah. Only, so have you ever heard the I only remember that. that. Rule of three. Yeah, that. <laughs> that's a, a really good way to keep that right in the forefront of your mind of like three days and I need water. Wow. Uh, which you're going to feel better, it well before then. I have better faith like in myself. Like the first day, you'll feel it. What'd you say, Sam? I said, I guess I have better faith in the human body than I should. Right. <laughs> you need both, sister. <laughs> All right. So question five. This is multiple, also multiple choice. So what is the U.S. National Park located in Southeast California and Southwest Nevada? Is it A, Yosemite, B, Badlands, C, Grand Canyon, or D, Death Valley? Can you say the choices one more time? Absolutely. So it's what is the National Park located Southeast California in Southwest Nevada, A, Yosemite, B, Badlands, 
D, Grand Canyon, and D, Death Valley. And you can just write A, B, C, or D, whatever answer you think it is. Megan, you looked fairly confident, and then you looked confused for a second. I'm just trying to think. I Process of elimination. I've been mm -hmm. to almost all of those, minus one. No. Uh, is that a hint? I'm kind of like... <laughs> Crystal, how about you? Never been you feel out confident? That way, so I have no idea. Um, I'm just trying to remember some of the other ones I've been to, and I'm like, oh, was that kind of close? Because I was thinking something totally different before you. <laughs> so right? let's see your answers. Death Valley, Death Valley. Yosemite. What do you, is that what Sam says? I can't see it. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay, so we got, the answer is Death Valley. So that's Megan and Crystal. Yes. Megan, you just tied up with Hannah. Oh, I'm coming for you. We got a tiebreaker <laughs> here. Coming. So here is question six, ladies. Name five of the Great Lakes in North America. <laughs> got to name all five. <laughs> So name the five Great Lakes of North America. And we're going to give you a full minute on this one just because there's some writing. <laughs> Sam, pen drop. That was like okay. the ultimate, I got this. I'm a slow yeah. writer. <laughs> That's all right. I'm giving you a full minute for this one. I'm going to tell you my handwriting is really bad on this one. So if you can't read it, I am sorry. <laughs> I wrote it so fast. <clears throat> Crystal, our poor Texan down there. She's He's like the only yeah. one who's like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not a fair question to her, I would say. I know. <laughs> we'll have to cater some Texan questions for the next time Crystal joins us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. These Michigan girls, they're gonna be like, "What is that?" And she's gonna be like, "I know." <sighs> how like how many stars are on their flag? We've had a full minute. So the the question was, name the five Great Lakes of North America. We're looking for all five: Superior, I Huron, Michigan. Oh. I only got four that I think are maybe. Erie, Michigan. I'm trying to read these. They're kind of hard for me to see the paper. Okay, I got Erie, Michigan, Ontario, and Potomac. Uh, Potomac, Maryland. I just gave that to you. Oh, Hannah's got Michigan, Huron, Superior, Erie, Ontario. Oh, Sam, Superior. I see Superior, Huron, Erie, Ontario, Michigan. So Hannah and Sam have this one. The Did answer is Huron, <laughs> Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. They have the, you ever heard of Homes? H-O-M-E-S, oh, yeah. for you to be able to recognize your five Great Lakes? Oh, how about that? drilled that into my brain. Lake Ontario? It's not yes. called Lake St. Clair anymore? Lake Ontario? Where's that at? Uh, in that same vicinity, though. 
that touches. But Lake Ontario, Lake St. Clair is not a, a great lake. Really? I have thought it was my whole life. No, that's like the bridge between lakes. You know what I mean? It's like that pocket between them. Right. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to have to look this up. Megan's like, my whole life is a lie. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's a whole life. That's okay. You're from Ohio. We'll give you that one. I'm from Michigan. Oh, well then just kidding. You're out. <laughs> that Whoa. side of the state even. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Well, and that's why it's so funny that like, I don't know. I know. These, tr these questions can trip you up so easy. So Got quick. All right. Yeah. Well, this one, Me <laughs> Megan, I'm not really worried about you with this one, but Sam and Hannah, I think are new to this, but I'm not sure Crystal. So I feel really bad, Crystal. It's okay. I promise I'll make this up to you. Name five North American species of diver ducks. Five uh, I got this. Look, look, you see, pencil drop. <laughs> I'm out. No, you got this. I know you do. Just five five diver ducks. So there's a difference between a puddle duck and a diver duck. So we're looking for five diver ducks. And I'll give you another full minute because there's a lot of writing in this. Or can be, I guess. Mommy, what are you what are you drawing? I have no idea. I'm guessing. <laughs> I didn't apologize. For spelling? Yeah. I won't hold spelling against you as long as it's close. Yeah, and so I'm drawing a blank on the one. It's right there. One? There's so many. I know, but the name of this one. Mommy named two. No, I named one. Two. I don't know. All right, ladies, we're up at a minute. Okay. So we can show your answers? Okay. I'm going to go in order. So Sam put hers up. I have Bufflehead, Goldeneye, Canvasback. I can't see the other side of your paper, Sam. Shovel. Uh, uh, redhead bluebill. So Sam got this one. Bufflehead, redhead, canvasback, bluebill. What is the last one? A golden eye. Barrows, golden eye. Yep. Uh, hold on, Megan. Yours is too close. Doubler, canvasback, golden eye, merganser, and redhead. Okay. And did you come up with an answer, Crystal? No. No, <laughs> you're like I didn't even try. No, I put woodcock, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. What is it? Hey, one of the only birds that flies at night. Woodcock. Hey, hey girl. I didn't. I didn't know they flew until recently. Like I was like, their body shape and they can fly. Right, says, right, hey girl. All right. So, well, I mean, I feel really bad because I feel like that might have been like. A hard one for Crystal because you're getting you're just now getting into duck hunting and like the, yeah. the waterfowl. You came on a crane hunt with us last year, so again, I'm not trying to trip up our Texas girl, but we're gonna hey, get no you. Worries. I'm learning. I'm learning. No, 
And now to the final segment to this week's episode of Women of the Wild podcast. We will conclude this segment by thanking our closing sponsors. Stay tuned for more of this week's episode after this short word from our sponsors. Muzzy Pheasant Farms, a mid-Michigan family-owned and operated pheasant game preserve that is open year-round. Muzzy offers educational courses and hunts. They are family-oriented, creating a great opportunity for new and seasoned upland hunters. With no membership required, come hunt with Muzzy Pheasant Farms. You can find more information at muzzypheasantfarms.com or check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Blast and Cast Guide Service is a veteran-owned and operated Michigan-based guide service for the Great Lakes. With decades of experience of fishing and waterfowl, they ensure a safe and enjoyable trip every time. You can check them out at blastandcastguideservice.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Ultimate Veteran Adventures. UVA offers outdoor therapy, recreation, and camaraderie through hunting and fishing adventures around the country for veterans, active duty military, Gold Star families, and first responders. You can find them at Ultimate Veteran Adventures. You can find them at ultimateveteranadventures.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Sawmill Creek Bait and Lures, a husband and wife owned and operated company, the home of the C4, one of the best trapping canine lures on the market. You can find them at Sawmill Creek Bait and Lures.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Wicked Seven Outdoors a Southwest Texas outfitter guide service with an exceptional care and quality of backcountry mountain hunts for free range audad. Also offering high fence and low fence exotics, come immerse yourself in the outdoor experience. You can find Wicked 7 Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram. Misguided Outdoors is a female-driven Michigan-based guide service offering turkey and waterfowl hunts. Misguided is focused on educating women and youth providing a hands-on hunt experience for all ages. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. This one is going to be a very specific answer, ladies. So this is like, if I say it this, and you think the answer is a duck, you'd have to say like mallard duck. You have to be specific. So question number eight, formally adopted by the state government in 1911, what animal is predominantly featured on the state flag of California? Wait, say it again. What animal? It formally adopted by the state government in 1911. What animal is predominantly featured on the state flag of California? And it's got to be a specific animal. So if you think the answer is a duck, you have to say mallard duck or whatever you know what I mean you have to be specific on the species of animal so if it's if you think it's a deer you'd have to say like white-tailed deer or axis deer right. <laughs> good question good and question. the clock has started I told you last last episode I felt like I went way too easy on you guys hey I like the easy question side <laughs> note is I found my paper Oh, God. Do we have anybody with a confident answer? Somewhat. Maybe. General idea. Okay. Well, it can't be a general answer, though. It has to be well, specific. it's a specific answer, but I'm not sure it's the right answer. Got it. I am in the same boat. Crystal? I got an answer. Okay. Let's see your answers. 
Oh. So Sam came oh, in with a brown be... bear. Crystal says black bear. Oh my god, I have condor. <laughs> condor, what is? And Hannah says brown bear. So the yeah. correct answer is grizzly bear. Nobody got that one. Oh, oh my goodness. Goodness. I didn't know if it but was they're... grizzly or brown. Dang But it. they're brown. Nice try, <laughs> Hannah. Didn't work. <laughs> I'm in the shade. They're black. Right. Oh. Unless they're a color phase, right? Right. It could look like a condor from a couple miles away. <laughs> a lot. A, a real far away. <laughs> like really far. Flying through the air. <laughs> So question number nine, what is the law that requires hunters to salvage all or the majority of edible meat from the animal they harvest? Mm, that's a great one. Like what is the law called? Yes. Looking for the name of that law. What is the law that requires hunters to salvage all or the majority of edible meat from the animal they harvest. Oh my goodness. That smirk you just gave me is like, <laughs> you're a... I don't even have a guess, but I'm I feel like you just had choice words for me. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's what we do because it's right. ethical, but like, I didn't know there was a law. I didn't know yeah. there was a law either. You guys got like 10 seconds. Do you all have answers? Yeah. Everybody has an answer? How about a confident answer? Sure. I'm winging it. <laughs> all right. Let's see your answers. Hunter's ethics, salvage law. Don't know this was a law. Kill it, eat it. Kill it, <laughs> eat it all. All right. So the actual... I love all of the answers. However, none of them were correct. The correct answer is wanton waste. So wonton, like, you know, Chinese soup, the wonton soup. That's how I always remember it. But it's wanton waste, wonton waste. Why did they just call it the salvage law? Like, that makes a lot more sense. 100%. Or just like Megan said, ethics. It's just hunter's yeah. ethics. I feel like any hunter yeah. that's out there that's hunting something, that's just your, that should be your mentality. But unfortunately, right. it's, not, it's not. And that's why it became a law. Great. But Wonton, um, if I'm not mistaken, was the last name of the gentleman that it actually was established from. Hmm. The law. Don't quote yeah. me on that. So number 10, we're already to number 10. And we have Miss Han Hannah with six. We have Megan Lockwood with five. We have Sam with three and Crystal with two. So if Megan Lockwood gets this one right and Hannah doesn't, we could potentially have a tiebreaker question. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Okay. So question number 10. As long as it's what not water the... related. As long, <laughs> as long as it's not a fish question. Is that what yeah. you're telling me? The yes. tiebreaker can't be a fish question or this can't be? This can't be. <laughs> this is not a fish question. Okay. This is a cooking question. Okay. Oh. So what is the cooking liquid that is made up from bones? What is the cooking liquid that is made up from bones? 
And this one's back to your 45 seconds. So we'll get that started. Hannah, not a don't big get guy. It right. Not a big Hannah, don't get it right. So, okay. <laughs> but what if the tiebreaker is like a question about muskie? Then I'll fail. <laughs> <laughs> Megan messages me before this and she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to brush up on my my fish real quick fish terminology i loved it <laughs> all right ladies do we all have an answer mm -hmm. are you ready so this is question 10 yes we have bone broth 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 bone broth dang so yeah the Hannah. correct what is it was it dang you hannah well <laughs> Let, let me be uh, the stickler of this. The correct answer is stock. Oh, I had that written down at first, and then I said, so no, the, that can't be it. Dang it. Okay, so, so here, while well, broth is made from meat uh, and marrow, it is lower in calories. Hmm. Stock contains more nutrients as well as collagen, marrow, amino acids, mineral. Stock may also help with the digestive tract, improve your sleep, and your joint health. So it's stock. Would bone broth count? No, it's broth. Because bone broth can still have the meat and things attached to it. Um, where stock is made from the bone. Why do they call it bone broth then? You know... I'll, you I'll make you a deal. Off? If you can find me that answer and can test this, I'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> Hannah's going to spend all evening looking up bone broth. Yeah. The I'm going to send you articles on why. Bone broth. The next, my next week is going to be hell from Hannah just arguing this point. Can we have the extra question? No, because what if I need it again? Oh, okay. We're going to be we're going to be strategic here and hang on to some questions so Hannah's our winner. So Miss Hannah Ooh, has won. Miss Hannah has won this episode with a total of six. Megan Lockwood with five. Sam with three. And Crystal with two. But I am really surprised that every single one of you answered broth on the last one. I, yeah. I had stock written down at first. But I was like, no, no, that's not it. <laughs> well, then it made me like, you guys made me reread my question. When you mm -hmm. all put broth, I'm like, wait, did I write this down wrong? <laughs> so you even made me second guess myself there for a second. Oh, yeah, that was a tricky one. It that was, was a good one. That's good. that's a that's a word I only hear like in recipes. Yeah. Right. So I everything else like I was like because I first wrote bone uh bone marrow. Yeah. Broth, and I was like, I, I was like, oh man, I shouldn't put marrow because that might not be. No, Mero would not have counted. Dang. So ladies, I have to ask, now that we've hit question 10 and we've done our second episode, and I know Hannah and, and Megan Lockwood, you were both on the first episode. So this is more to Crystal and Sam, but Megan and Hannah, please feel free to answer. How do you feel that these trivia episodes are great for our listeners and, and unique for Women of the Wild? Absolutely. I, I love the banter back and forth. And I mean, you're just learning something, which is, you know, you're the questions that you selected are all over the place, which is perfect because it like really refreshes like, uh, mama needs to go back and do some reading. 
<laughs> what about you, Sam? What'd you think? Yeah, I was just going to say, I really like the variety of, of different topics. I, especially the ones that we all were like, oh, we know the answer to this. And it just really tripped us up. And of course, it's cool to just talk about different species and different um, outdoor tips, just kind of a wide range of different things. I think it's really important to touch on. So yeah, I, Definitely. I, I think having that like fun relation in education is a great way for people to get engaged because a lot of times you hear these things and they're like, you know, in one ear and out the other, but you might relate it back to these conversations or these girls, their faces, their voices and be like, Oh, I remember this because of that. So hopefully by doing these trivia that we can bring that education and get more women involved, but also bring more knowledge to the table for these women that they'll retain it. Absolutely. And I know our listeners can't see this, but Megan Lockwood has the <laughs> cutest dog I've ever seen in my life sitting in her lap. <laughs> He's a terror. Jonathan brought him in here. So. <laughs> I love him. That face. He's a so, terror. Megan, so Hannah, how did you think week, or our, sorry, not week, month, how do you think our second month of trivia went? I felt a lot more confident this time. I wasn't under a lot, as much pressure. I still was, but. Uh -huh. <laughs> I thought it went well. You tripped me up on some questions, even about my home state, you know? So, <laughs> well, as long as you all had fun, that's what's important. Oh, yeah. And yeah. if you feel like you learned something. So, that's a, oh, yeah. a big thing for us here at Women of the Wild is we, we love to bring the education to the forefront, the experience, and build that sisterhood. So, even this trivia is another way of us doing that. And if you, as a listener, decide that you have questions you'd like to submit, or you want to let us know how many you got right, or maybe you have a discrepancy in an answer, please feel free to email us at womenofthewildoutdoors at gmail.net. Remember that we have the Women of the Wild cookbook that is out for sale, and we also have the Women of the Wild calendar. So make sure you get your 2024 editions, and we look forward to hearing from you. And thank you, ladies, for joining us for another episode of Women of the Wild. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for having me.